this is Sarah from the Leader Connect podcast. About two years ago, I invested in a coach and it was one of the single most important things I've ever done. As leaders, it's very easy to put ourselves last. Investing time in ourselves often feels selfish. But the reality is, unless you take time to understand yourself and your own aspirations, how can you possibly lead and inspire others? At Leader Connect, we have a team, including Leader Connect founder and my co-host on this podcast, Neil Jurd, who specialize in coaching leaders just like you. I wouldn't be doing this podcast now if it wasn't for the coaching I'd had. So what are you waiting for? Head over to our website, leader-connect.co.uk and get in touch with our coaching team. Okay, here's your podcast. And it begins with a question for Neil. What breakthroughs have you had recently in the leadership sphere? What have you grown to understand more maybe about yourself or maybe about leadership? Probably the theme of space and not, I don't mean outer space. Uh, Final frontier. Um, <laughs> is that um, that pause and allow that was the the, the underlying theme of the, the TED talk I did a, a couple of months ago. It's one of those things, once you're aware of it, when you look at buying a car or something and you start looking at Skodas, you, you suddenly find that they're everywhere. It's the same thing. Once once you start being conscious of the idea of needing to take a pause, but perhaps more importantly, how that's really hard, how, how we're overloaded with information and input and the need to be busy or to be, you know, our own need actually to be busy. You know, we, we, we feel a sense of purpose and validity when we're busy, even if we're not being particularly useful. And when, once you're conscious of that, and you look at the way people work and organisations, and you realise just how much noise there is and activity there is that doesn't necessarily contribute to what well, doesn't contribute often to um, the clear and compelling purpose, which we talked about in in the last episode. You know, I think once you're conscious of it, it it's everywhere. <laughs> and the challenge is how do you how do you step back? How do you create space? How can you be brave enough to think a little bit more and do a little bit less? And I wonder how you can, because so you kind of think, you know, of the busy leader who always present, you know, always the last first, first to arrive, last to leave, da, 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 you know, eating their lunch at their desk, all of those kind of things. How can somebody go from that? Because they go from that to almost sort of almost the opposite. I would imagine that that would be a bit of a shock to them, but also to the team as well. So how would you manage going from from one end of the scale to to the other end of the scale? Well, I, th I think they would get symptoms of withdrawal if you made people do it immediately. Yeah. I remember it was late last year, actually, but speaking to the head teacher of a, of a large school, and you know, this, this was the theme. It was the theme of busyness and 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 how engaged um she was I, I i said to her i said well what would happen if you didn't come into school tomorrow i think shock at the very idea passed across across her face and, and uh but then she thought about it and said well it would it would probably be okay i said okay so what, what if you couldn't come in for the rest of the the week which was like three or four days and 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 then she kind of relaxed a little and said you know what that that would probably be okay as well and uh, and and I, and I asked why, and she said, "Well, because people know what they're doing, and I've got a good team, you know, and there's there's a plan." And then and then it was interesting. She she kind of laughed and completely relaxed and said, "You know what? I think they they'd probably like it." Yeah. I don't know about you, Sarah, but sometimes I remember being in organisations where the boss was away, and it was just a huge relief. 
Yeah. The, the bosses will be seemingly really busy doing stuff, but oddly, things can often flow really well when the boss isn't there. Bosses need to listen to this. You know, we 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 were all at some stage glad when our boss didn't didn't turn up, wasn't in, had had a week's holiday. It would be ridiculous to imagine that that now we are in the the leadership positions. Other people don't feel exactly the same way about about us. You're so right. And that makes another point as well of of remembering what it was like when you were part of a team and and not forgetting that. Because I think sometimes you get into a position of responsibility and you forget what it was like on, I suppose, on the way up, for want of a better phrase. Um, One of the breakthroughs that I've had probably over the last couple of months um, is journaling. Go with me on this. I know it sounds a little bit random. Um, but I've I've read so many things about journaling and taking stuff out of your head and putting it onto paper. And and I've always really, really struggled with it. But I, I just decided that I would test it over the last couple of months. And I've got a very, very simple process. It just asks a few questions every day. I do that in the morning and reflect on it in the evening. And then I've kind of taken it to the next step where I've I've just started every day just to write down the thoughts that are in my head. Now, if you were to read it back, you wouldn't be able to read it because my handwriting's terrible. If you were to read it back, it makes no sense at all. But I read it back and it's allowing me to get stuff out that's perhaps rattling around my head. So I'm giving myself, my head, some space uh, it's a great way to start the day. It just allows me to see some of my moods and perhaps why, I don't know, for a couple of weeks I wasn't feeling so great and then I was feeling all right after it. And I think it's a really useful thing for people to try, even if you feel a little bit daft doing it initially. Yeah, I can see that. I, I Certainly, I, I write a lot in notebooks. I don't, I don't particularly journal, but as ideas come to me, I, I catch them in books and I get what you what you say about it clearing some headspace it is if once the words are written down you don't need to you don't need them bumping into each other inside your brain exactly and and i've said to people recently the best way to start is just to write a couple of words and see where it goes it, it, those words could be chicken and egg whatever you want and it just it just seems to work i would like to discuss leadership versus management on this episode of the podcast because i discovered recently that the in the leadership sphere, the thing that is searched for the most, I found an app that did it for me, is what is leadership, what is management and, and leadership versus management. And, and clearly you have a section at the front of the uh, the leadership book about this. In a nutshell, what is the difference between leadership and management? It is a, a, something that in the book I cover really early on because people blur the two terms as if they're the same and they're, they're really not. But you get senior leadership teams in companies or senior management teams and there's no difference in what they're expected to do you do leadership development courses or management development courses and again it, the name of the course rarely gives you any clue as to what the actual content is so um my my take on it and with all of this stuff this is just my view but i think these things are usually pretty simple we manage stuff so we manage resources, time, space, money, um, equipment, and we lead people. L- leadership specifically relate relates to people. And um, you, you, you need both. You, you, you need stuff managed because that gives you a, a sense of safety and organization. You know, you need, you need the money well managed or people won't get paid. You need, you need the equipment well managed or, um, or things will be 
potentially very, very dangerous. And management will involve quite a lot of process, not necessarily a huge amount of original thought, but it will involve attention to detail and applying processes and just just doing things right and doing doing things well. However, if you get too much management, if your organization is all about management, it will become turgid and it will become slow moving and and that process starts to get in the way of purpose. People won't be able to make decisions without it being referred to this committee or that committee or going through going through what it, whatever steps it has to go through. And and the process will become an excuse for not achieving things. And you, you end up with organizations which are incredibly busy with people running the process, but not particularly um, focused on what they're trying to achieve. Leadership, and we've talked about the definition of leadership as I see it, it's about in- increasing your impact in the world by engaging with people intellectually and emotionally in pursuit of a clear and compelling purpose. Leadership makes stuff ha- happen. Le- leadership is is a, is... It's about a person increasing their impact through other people. It's, there's people at, at every stage. But you can't just have leadership. Leadership is great for making stuff happen, for moving things forward. But but if you only have leadership and no management behind it, you get chaos. You get inspirational people giving speeches left, right and centre and promising the world and waving manifestos or whatever, and none of it happens. And And it's very easy. Um, and you know, I think politically, we've we've seen rather a lot of that in in recent years, in um, at home and and abroad. Mm. But, um, but you know, these people cause chaos. Le- leadership without management is 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 a disaster. Management without leadership is a is a glide path to to slow <laughs> slow asphyxiation. So um, so you need both. And and in the book, I the the diagram that I use is a set of scales showing that that right balance of leadership and management. So now we understand what leadership and management is and the fact that you need to have both in an organisation in order for it to thrive and run successfully. What are you best at? Where do you sit on on that scale? Does it tip more to the leadership side? Or does it tip more to the management side? Yeah, and that's that's a really important question because I think knowing knowing oneself in leadership terms is really important and for me very much leadership I'm, I'm very much I think I create I like to bring people together and make things happen and I find excel spreadsheets <laughs> and um statements of accounts or whatever you know really quite quite painful mm. equally I understand that that's the other side of the uh of the scales and you you can't ignore it it just isn't the bit that gives me pleasure for me it's how you use self-knowledge and and as 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 you know sarah from from other chats we've had i i founded a charity i I run leader connect i run my own business i'm i'm on the board of of other businesses and for me in all the things that i do i i try to balance myself with somebody who's got leanings that are slightly different from mine so so somebody who does do the management somebody who can say look neil that's (laughs) There's, there's a few issues with that plan and i've had i've been very lucky I've, I've got some well some great friends now who over the years i've worked with who've who've provided that balance in in my work that is really important because so i know if i look at myself personally then i much prefer the, exactly what you said the creativity the engaging with people i'm a, I'm a people person um it's what i get the most pleasure out of 
But I know that over the years that I have worked very, very hard to have an ability to to do the admin, the planning, that kind of thing. But I, I did also then start to think, well, why? You know, when I've gone into roles that are more sort of management than leadership, why have I either not necessarily stayed there very long or just found it very very demoralizing and and it literally is that it's because i know that that i much prefer the engagement the ideas that that side of things and and i don't think i realized that it, i was able to then build a team where there were people that that were good at that kind of thing and i think that's the most important thing because as leaders we think we've got to embody everything don't we we've got to be the whole package that's not realistic is it no and it's very limiting as well if if you if you're spending a lot of energy on the things that bring you no joy, you, you've got less energy for the things that you are good at. You've got, and in you know, in my case, that would be less energy for thought and creation and and people. But equally, pe- people whose leaning is towards the management side, they they can they can find the leading just as unnatural or as uncomfortable as I find the manage I find the managing. But that said anyone can learn to lead because leading really isn't that hard and it, and it is just a set of simple and easily learned behaviors really that anyone who puts a bit of time into to reading it studying it you know listening to this podcast is a really good start will be able to have a more well, a more positive effect on the on the people that they're working with let me repeat exactly what neil just said Anyone can learn to lead and we can help you do just that. Sign up for our newsletter at leader-connect.co.uk. Simple leadership wisdom straight into your inbox and subscribe or follow this podcast so that you don't miss a single episode. It's the only leadership listen you need to become an even better leader without any stress.